everybody, this is the Enemy Slime Podcast, episode 18. It is the last podcast of the year, and I would jingle some bells if I had bells to jingle. Does anybody have bells to jingle? Uh, careful what you ask for. Should have told me ahead of time. There, there it was. I was waiting for the, the testicle joke. Right, the, the token <laughs> testicle joke. We have with us today, Jared. Yeah, yeah, that's me. And he's drinking. Uh, most of them are drinking. I have to be designated so I can record this. And we have Michael. Des- Merry Christmas. And we have Jay. Hello. And we have who you may know as the J-Bot. <laughs> and maybe we can just keep calling him J-Bot. Well, let's, let's call him by his name now that I'm back. Fine, yeah, fine, fine. I don't want to get him mixed up. Just in case anybody didn't figure it out by now, <laughs> just that in case wasn't the two actually a robot. Them, just in case the two of them start fighting and we know, need to know which one to shoot. <laughs> it was not, in fact, a real robot. <laughs> right. We have Lucio here with us. He Hello. is J-Bot. Yes, I was. It's, now, it's all now been he is I was channeling J-Spirit. Yeah. He's <laughs> totally standalone now. He's had a RAM upgrade, and uh, he can he, be her with Joaquin Phoenix, where he falls in love yeah. with a computer. Yeah. Nope. Well, well, Lucio's that. <laughs> He's, so who he's, fell in love with nice. him? No, no, he's Joaquin Phoenix, and he fell in love oh, with a computer. I got it. Mm. So, you know, it's a whole new game. <laughs> Speaking of games. Speaking of games. Speaking of games. Let's speak of games. Does anybody have any fond memories of games they got when they were kids that they maybe didn't think they were going to get, or just were excited to have gotten? <laughs> like, um... Like like just Christmas surprises or yeah. Like this is not a not necessarily a fond memory, but as a as a kid, I remember there was one Christmas where you know I gave my parents like a list. I asked for you know a certain certain number of games, and uh, on Christmas morning I opened them all, and I didn't get everything asked I asked for, but I was pretty happy nonetheless. And you know, all right, perfect. And so I went about my business, and I guess meanwhile my mother's like, wait a minute, there was supposed to be one more present. And she, you know, is like whispering to my father and they find the present behind the tree, like pushed way back there. And um, and I was ecstatic to receive a surprise final gift, a gift that fits your criteria where I didn't think I would get it. Unfortunately, that game is WCW versus NWO Revenge <laughs> for the Nintendo 64, <laughs> so, which which I still today probably would say is a fantastic I game. Actually, yeah, I was going to say that's a, I played a lot of that when I was... Yep. There was there was this like golden era of wrestling games yeah, right I, then and there, and it was kind of the two back to back because I think the one before that was called World Tour, and that was sort of like the first one in that engine, and that's the one I played mostly. And then Revenge came out, and I was like, "This is amazing!" Even though I don't even give a shit about wrestling. Well, <laughs> and the um, one that had the really detailed character creator. Yeah, there were there were a couple that did. Um, that one had a really good character creator. And uh, if I'm remembering correctly, there was actually a WWF one that was called No Mercy. Yep. That that also had a, a fantastic character creator. And I didn't even really like wrestling, but God, did I love making like morbidly obese people. <laughs> you could like <laughs> stretch <laughs> limbs. It had all like all the all the like backflip turn style moves. You know, yeah. just the things that made absolutely no sense. Yeah. That may as well have been just what you called that game is fat people jumping off of turn fights. <laughs> fat green yeah, people. Yeah, we used to make like this, uh, this humongous people and give them luchador moves. Right, right. The best Christmas present game I ever got was Fantasy Star 4. And, I mean, it's still a game that I love today, but I really didn't think I was going to get it because that was back in the weird period where RPGs were like, I think Fantasy Star 4 was like $90 retail at the time. Oh, wow. Yeah. Disgusting. Probably, I know. Probably hard to find that, too. That that could buy almost two games these days. 
Exactly, I know. Almost. Like I, I, was, I don't know if you guys remember a long time ago, but like Xeno uh, Gears. Um, remember when that was like really hard uh, to find? You fucked up my joke. Because oh, <laughs> that was my Christmas gift. I was going to go on. I was like, oh, I got a, I got a game with the Jolly Red Man and... Okay, and cut it, it out really and made you remember the themes of Christ on Christmas. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Xenogears put the surprise Christ back in Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good gift, though. That's a good gift. When I got that game, that game was really hard to find. Yeah. And now it doesn't feel like a big deal at all. But back then, it was, you know, it was tricky to come across. What about you, Lucio? What's your, what's your Christmas memory? Well, when I was about eight and I was living in Argentina, I asked for Super Nintendo. And so they got me this bootleg thing called a family game because Super Nintendo's are really expensive down there. <laughs> sure, sure. But it was kind of awesome because it had one cartridge and in that cartridge it had something like 500 games. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We oh. know about those. <laughs> <laughs> See, and one of them, for example, was, was a mixture between Mario 3 and the Looney Tunes game where you would start as Mario 3 <laughs> and you would get a power-up and it would change the level into the Looney Tunes level. <laughs> okay. Okay. I feel I feel kind of like we're we're kindred spirits here because it sounds it sounds like you had a similar experience where I never had a Nintendo growing up but but I I did have that sweet sweet Commodore sixty four with so many awesome game ports I didn't have a game like that though my favorite one though was Street Fighter with uh, three Blancas (laughs) (laughs) and there was this thing where you could like well. A fireball and the fireball covered the entire screen. It was completely ridiculous. We've got to have some kind of week where we celebrate, like, knockoff <laughs> bullshit do you, games. Do you still have that thing? I have it, but not here. Uh, well, uh, if you ever go back and can't find anything better to put in your luggage, so we're expecting video reviews <laughs> of all of this. You know, I'm going to bring it up. The only problem he has is that he has a two, 220 power thing. Oh, yeah, that's true, huh? Oh, um, we can get around that. Is it is it two twenty? I thought it was two forty. No, it's two twenty. Oh shit! Well, I'm not prepared for that. Probably uses an RF. Oh, it's not, I have the, the equipment. It just takes up as, uh, twice as much electricity. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, well, that's I'm, that's powering all those amazing games. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's that's. Uh, you gotta we, power all those fireballs. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think to... you can get three of Blanca's Rolling Thunder with just one outlet? Isn't that pretty <laughs> arrogant? <laughs> Who are we to do play the, God? Do the Blancas play soccer with each other? <laughs> they don't, unfortunately. I can see that. They eat mushrooms, become I large. Mean, they're from I Brazil. Was supposed to be Honda, but who knows? Anyway, I wish I did get my Super Nintendo, but uh, that was uh, an interesting year. <laughs> Seems like all those bootleg things are really just... There was almost like hollow plastic shells where you just put in the equivalent of a floppy disk and it plays like a Tiger electronic wristwatch game. Yeah. No, some of them were pretty, uh, pretty decent. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm uh, some in the, Like the Looney Tunes Mario thing. I, I might actually want to play that again. <laughs> I think about it. I, I talked, I talked shit about, you know, super Gianna sisters and her, and her palette swap or whatever. <laughs> But that I had an equal number of games that were printed out on dot matrix printer paper that were still pretty fucking awesome once you got them in the Commodore. Um, <laughs> there was a Roadrunner knockoff that I remember that was particularly good, where um, you were Roadrunner and you ran from Wiley e. Coyote, and um, that's pretty much the game. Except about halfway through, you get in cars and then you race, <laughs> <laughs> which is. Which is really how... It's a turn that I think any game deserves to take. Well, you know, they were always, like, 
trying to get around. So right, riding cars, you know. Yeah, it was so, a natural. It was evolution. the one thing he never tried, just to get in a fucking car. <laughs> yeah, he's he's buying rockets and chasing him in rockets. But See, uh, what he should have done is plied the Roadrunner with booze and then gave him the keys to the car. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. That'd have been a good message. Yeah. We're done. Good night, everyone. Good night. <laughs> Not, well, I don't have any horrifying Christmas memories like. Some of you guys seem to have. Well, I mean, I, I think we thing. all have fond Christmas memories, just in horrifying yeah, packages. <laughs> Xenogears is only horrifying when you consider the content of the disc. <laughs> I suppose the age of the player should probably come into play as well. Well, Xenogears yeah. was a great game. No, it's a great game, but if you it give it to an eight-year-old, like something oh, is going to spawn from it. You had schizophrenia and basically red flying rum, around everywhere. You had, like, you had like two... You had red rum and a lot of crucifixion in that game. I just like the punches <laughs> and kicks. That game had that, a really that battle I, system was great. It had a yeah. great battle system, like to the point where when you get in a gear, it's just like a big groan, like uh. But yeah. being being outside on your feet and knocking people up with combos, that was super sweet. Donny gears are pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, and there's cool stuff about the gears, but when you flip to id mode, yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, see? All right, fine. The whole game's good. <laughs> I, I, in fact, I really like having a character who uses his fists as like a RPG weapon. That was cool. Yeah, that was like the first time anyone really did that. Like even when I made Badge of Pride for RM2K, like I, I thought that was a cool concept, so I made the main character use martial arts. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, Badge of Pride. You said fists, <laughs> fists as weapons, but didn't you say fists as RPGs? I thought you meant... I thought you meant rocket-propelled grenade fists. Oh. <laughs> that's a pretty well, good that's idea. That's even better. Too. Why has anyone well, made that? Have that too. Doesn't that sound kind of cool? It does. It sounds great. Rocket fists. Yeah. I know what we're doing after this. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure I played a game already that had rocket fists. What was it? Yeah, something like that has to exist. It sounds like a dead rising weapon. So, yeah, they're, that are like fun? a Mega Man something. I don't know. Isn't there some, some old mecha anime that actually had those... In, in, in Streets of Rage, there was the old guy who had a fist. It wasn't rocket propelled, but it extended. Yeah. 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 yeah and he had was, like the Dulcine Extendi robot arms that were electrified. Yeah. Yeah. He had an electric fist. God, that game was nuts. Yeah. That game's a little weird. You could be a kangaroo. a kangaroo. Yeah. You could be the kangaroo if you beat That's him. That's right. You could, you could beat his ass and then beat him. That's pretty cool. Not enough games allow you to play as kangaroos these days. Well, name the first game that allowed you to play as a kangaroo. I think mine was Tekken 2. Um, I'm sure there's a game out there that I'm just not thinking of, but uh, I can't say that I can think of one other than other than Streets of Rage 3. Kangaroo, a Japanese video game called Kangaroo, is a 1982 arcade game by Sun Electronics distributed by Atari. Oh. That's probably the first one. Well, there you go. All right. I can't find any other. Is there a Kangaroo Jack video game? I hope not. It might be. Oh, God. <laughs> Because oh yep here it is Outback Rumble yep. it plays in the Flash Player it's loading right now oh no oh dear very loud oh god ow oh shit that did not sound good huh. well well name the first game where you played as a dishwasher or a washing machine no, Pokemon wait. do you have one in mind is there really one <laughs> Pokemon. Yeah, you can be a fucking washing machine in Pokemon. You can catch one. Really? What? What are you? It, no, you can't. There's some ghost Pokemon. It's like some electric ghost. I forget its fucking name right now because I've been drinking all night. But there's an electric ghost that you catch, and depending on what appliance you put it in, it changes its element. 
and you put it on the washing machine, and it's a fucking water slash electric type. Huh. Well, okay. How did that come up? Is it Rotom? Rotom, that's the one. Rotom. I've never heard of something. I've got two stories, but first. Yeah, oh, God. I think you have something in mind. It is a washing machine, but I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, yeah, I mean, I was just thinking of Banjo Kazooie. Because that was the only game I could think of, and, and I thought that would be the only one that was mentioned, but apparently I'm wrong. No, I didn't uh, think... Right. You probably thought no one could answer that question. <laughs> that was okay. the whole point. Not only is he a washing machine, he is also a lawnmower at one point. Yeah, he's a lawnmower and something else, like an oven or some shit and a refrigerator and... What? Yeah. What All right. gen is this? I've never caught this. <laughs> I think it was. I think it was whatever the fucking gen was before black and white, and then, or maybe it was black and white. I don't remember. No, this says first. I don't remember that in black and white, man. Diamond and Pearl is first place, but uh, I, yeah, okay. I don't remember seeing a washing oh, machine. Right. There's there 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 the haunted house in Diamond and Pearl. That was the first place. It's usually in haunted houses and that kind of thing. There was a Genesis game called The Haunting, which I almost put as my spooky picks third choice. But you played as I forget what he was. He ghost dude or something he was he was a ghost but he was totally rock and roll but basically your point or the uh, objective of the game was to scare a family out of a house and what you did was you haunted various appliances throughout their house you could like turn into the tv and vomit blood one of them was a washing machine and you could vomit blood out of it too i think adult swim did a remake of that or they ripped (laughs) it off anyway sounds like them but (laughs) i looked up you know games featuring kangaroos and then he asked about the washing machine so i looked up game featuring washing machines and i got cleaning hyphen games.net and it literally has washing machines games <laughs> under the title laundry wow. game for girls <laughs> that is such a niche game <laughs> well we got that's turning into a genre now there's that uh it just came out on steam it's called Shit, what is it called? Something about cleanup detail, like you're a janitor on a spaceship after the hero has already come through and killed all the aliens, <laughs> and you're just like you're just mopping up all the guts. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, it just came out. Hey, somebody has to do it. That was one of my favorite GTA Five missions, where I had to be the janitor. <laughs> what was that game uh, where you play like a, a spaceship? I think, but it's a it's a gay game. And you battle off like naked men and and oh, eat, and Cho Aniki. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Man. Oh, right. Bryce. Okay. Um. I don't really have anything to follow up with that. I was just, <laughs> I was just wondering. Okay. I was just wondering. The what literal that translation was. of that is super honorable older brother. <laughs> how about that? How about other, Which that just other one? Makes it gayer. <laughs> Ultimate muscle or something for the Wii. Oh, the one where you make a pose and run through the walls. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what that one's called. Is that like uh, Kin Nikuman? Um, it could be. You're best, Is it the you're, wrestling one? I don't know if it's wrestling. Um, Just type in naked gay and look no, that it's, up. It's literally <laughs> called Ultimate Muscle <laughs> Images. <laughs> Just type naked gay. I, I, don't, I don't think what he was describing, though, was Ultimate Muscle. I think he's talking about like some... It sounds like a uh, WiiWare game or something that came out where you're like, you're like just some naked guy running endlessly or something. Oh. Uh, well, don't play I, that. Yeah, I I know what you're talking about. I just can't think of <laughs> what it's called. Um, if we're if we're talking about just bizarre shit, maybe while I look this up, do you guys remember Mosquito Man? I remember Mosquito or, Man. Or yeah. no, it was Mr. Mosquito. Yeah, Mr. Mosquito. That was it. People that like praise that shit. I never played it though. It's... Game with muscle poses. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I played this. Yeah, Muscle March. That's what it's called. <laughs> yeah. Muscle March. <laughs> 
Muscle March. You you played it, huh? No, we, I played Toph. A... Uh, Mr. Mosquito. Oh, okay. Well, there Muscle March is weird shit too. that came out about then. Because we also had Pa Rappa. That no, that was earlier than that. I mean, that's less weird. Well, I'm, I'm talking about around uh, Mr. Mosquito, not around Muscle March. I feel like when I think of like strange games, that was really the, the era. Yeah. Um, like Choaniki, I think, is uh, is that era too. <laughs> what was the one with the fish that you gave commands? That was on Dreamcast. Oh, yeah, like Seaman. Seaman, oh, yeah. Man, that game was great if you wanted to make a virtual friend and then watch him starve to death. <laughs> God, I put so much time in that game, like trying to get that guy to survive, and he just can't. I had a similar like a Tamagotchi. Yeah, I had the. Yeah, no, no, it was much harder to keep alive than a Tamagotchi. Well, but not if you had. I had a knockoff Tamagotchi. You know, just <laughs> knockoff everything. <laughs> you don't own a legitimate version of anything, do you? <laughs> I didn't. I had a knockoff Tamagotchi. Called like called like Dino Kid or something <laughs> because was, because the real dinosaur. thing was like fifty cents more. <laughs> you know, I do sometimes. I do get a little bitter as I've gotten older, where I, I look back at like shit I wanted as a kid that I never got, like like a Furby, and it's like it was fifteen dollars. Come on, guys! Like you could get the kid a Furby. Well, your parents probably realized that you would regret having one later and spared you that suffering. Well, and I so you didn't even get a knockoff Furby. I. You didn't get your tickle me Elmo. No, it was a, it was a Burby. <laughs> yeah, it didn't. Tickle me Elroy. Didn't work out so good. But but no, I had uh, I had Dino Kid, and it was I believe it was more dinosaur than child, and uh, <laughs> and it would always poop, and then if you didn't clean up that poop in like ten seconds, it was dead. Like just you dead. know what I had. You know <laughs> you know what I had. I had the little. Pikachu Tamagotchi thing, the official Nintendo one. That's pretty cool. And it was basically, it was basically, it was basically a pedometer because there was really nothing you could do to kill Pikachu when it liked you. The more you walked and all this shit. And I remember my Pikachu really fucking loved me. And one day I'm getting out of the car and Pikachu falls off my belt and he falls into a sewer drain. <laughs> and that was the end of that. That's a better ending than my dinosaur. He just ran out of batteries and I never found a size that fit. <laughs> Hey, did anybody ever play uh, Dino Park Tycoon on the Macintosh? Oh yeah. oh, yeah. That was a staple in my elementary school. My dad worked for the school district, so every summer he would bring home uh, one of the school's Macintoshes, which had all the games like Oregon Trail. and That was like just when Happy Puppy was coming out, so I could get like demos of things. And I remember the fucking Vegasaurus. Do you remember that? Uh, I don't think I the do. One, it was the dinosaur dressed like Elvis? <laughs> no, that's awesome. <laughs> It's, it's the most expensive dinosaur in the game. Let's see, just looking at the screenshot, it costs four times as much. So, you know, as a kid, I think, like, well, awesome, I'll get the fucking Elvis dinosaur. My park will become very popular. You save up all that money, and then the fucking egg collector picks up the egg, drops it, and breaks it. So you're out <laughs> 25 grand, and your dream is dead. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I have to... Hold on. Yes, that... I have to go back. I wonder and, I turned out the way I did. I have to go back and comment. You just reminded me of Happy Puppy, and I had yeah. totally forgotten that that existed until just now. Like you're blowing my mind here right now. That's where you got demos of games to 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. Well, I wish I, I had like, a cool game like, like Dinosaur Tycoon when I was playing Mac on like the middle school computers. All they had was like that shitty Jeopardy game where everybody had a weird looking face. I think um, at my school, what was really popular was, um, oh my god, I, I, I thought I had the name. It's where you're this kid, 
and you're in space on this weird alien planet and Commander Keen? Side scroller. That was it. That was oh. Commander Keen. Okay, I was just wondering, like, how could you forget that? But yeah, um, I don't know that one. A lot of sake. It's so funny because I, I don't know if you guys had this, but we, you know, when I was in like elementary school, we had a computer lab, and yeah, yeah. Uh, and in the computer lab, but I don't know if this dynamic existed everywhere. In the computer lab, not everything had the same shit installed. Yeah. yeah. So it's like a mad dash to the one that you knew had the game you wanted to play. But if you were if you were the last one in, you were stuck playing like Number Muncher or I remember the one that I always the one that I always got stuck fucking playing was Find Doctor Livingston. Have you guys ever played that? No, oh, that sounds familiar. Or maybe it's just called Dr. Livingston. But either way, I played a lot of that because I was not a fast child. Speaking of number munchers, did anybody play The Secret Island of Dr. Quandary? No, that one doesn't ring any bells. It's by the same guys who did number munchers, but you get turned into one of those troglodytes and sent to a mystical island of shitty games. But as a kid, I thought that was hot shit. I did get You Don't Know Jack on my middle school computer. That was pretty fun. You Don't Know Jack was awesome. It was back in the day. What happened to it? Well, there's I, I don't know, a terrible ABC right or game show. It just came out on something as a re-release not too long ago. Steam. And yeah. I, I would think with the internet, you could actually have a pretty cool release of that. My friend got it for um, the PlayStation 3, and we were playing it. But the problem with it is that everything's so limited that after you finish playing like 10 rounds, you know all the questions already. Yeah, now that you mentioned it, it did kind of have a problem with maybe a limited number. But I mean, back in the day, it was on a CD. You could only put so much on there. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever uh, sell everything as DLC? So. You want five more questions? Five bucks. Oh, it wasn't called. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If you that's true. That's you don't know. Jack would be great for DLC. The search for Doctor Livingstone is actually called African Adventure. So, okay, there you go. I've been having an African adventure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is not. This is not the kind you want to have. Oh, okay. You want to play Amazon Trail? No, I yeah, think that one trail. No. In fact, the guys who did the Oregon Trail, they made a version or a trail version of everything. There was the Yukon Trail, the Amazon Trail, Trail of yeah, Tears. What else did they have? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Lucio for my birthday got me um, uh, Oregon Trail. Oh yeah, Oregon. yeah. I like it. It's basically were, um, Oregon Trail with zombies. Ah. I'll tell you if you were if you were really lucky in my school, you made it to the the like two computers that had Mario teaches typing. <laughs> oh yeah and that was pretty killer oh shit man that reminds me when i was living in japan we actually found an arcade that had typing of the dead oh yeah yeah that was fucking awesome it's pretty good because point. we were drunk as shit that does sound cool we were not very good though well you can't win them all no we did not now i'm just looking for weird shit on the internet <laughs> well i'm getting into some know. strange places games from our childhood yeah. You're talking about arcades now. I'm trying to think of all my arcade experiences. I had a couple of cool ones growing up. I remember... Uh, Shadows over Mysterra probably took a lot of yeah. my money. Sh- Shadows of Mysterra, the, um, the D&D the one, Dungeons right? Dungeons and Dragons beat them up, yeah. Yeah. There were uh, four of us, and it was, we would only go straight to that and would just... All, all the beat em ups were. It's, it's it's the one it's the one that uh, Dragon's Crown is based off of, where you could be right, the elf. Exactly. And, oh, yeah. it's like Golden Axe, but yeah, I don't know of it. Yeah, yeah, it's like that. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Golden Axe, but more unfair. Cause or, or Gauntlet. I got it. I got it for the uh, PS3 when it came out when it was released, and I was playing, it and I'm like, man, this is this is the sign to just siphon your money. <laughs> yeah, I think I um, I played it once through with my son, and I think. 
by halfway through, I would already would have put 20 bucks in quarters. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. It's hard to go back and look at what a dumbass you were as a child. Yes, <laughs> You guys remember that, like, wireframe graphic Star Wars arcade game? The, uh, uh, we never had that one. You didn't have that one? That was pretty cool. I think it got ported to Atari at some point, but it had, like, an old-school control handle thing and i don't really know how to describe it it was it was all just just wire i know what you're talking about yeah yeah yeah. we had in our arcade a it was a fighting game but it used actual holographs they might have that Uh, what no (laughs) oh wait wait yeah 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 yeah. i think yeah yeah. i think it was like like the nickel kid down the street from me oh shit really because at the time it was like a dollar to play and you have to remember in the 1980s that was like a month's rent yeah now it's like a dollar to own (laughs) true story (laughs) well i remember i remember this i remember this game and i i don't think i'm ever going to figure out what it was because i was i was like a kid and i started thinking about it this past summer there's uh we have a theme park called rye playland and um you know at rye they have a little a little tiny arcade area and when i was a kid it was like the coolest thing in the world and you go back to Rye when you're as old as I am, and I'm like, this is this place is depressing. But I'm sitting there <laughs> and I'm thinking about this game that we had. It was like some kind of cowboy game that was completely holographic. You know, you didn't need a headset, but mm. the little hologram of the cowboy would show up and he would walk through the space and shoot things. And I think it was like the most mind blowing thing I'd ever seen at that age. Back in and, the day, yeah, that that stuff was pretty amazing. Now we're like so that. jaded, we don't give a shit. No, that's not true. I gave you my mall story, where I had to go to the fucking Westchester Mall. I, see, I'm giving my, my, my enemy slime stalkers my location. I was at the Westchester Mall, and they had an Xbox Connect on display, and I was watching some kid play it. And I was, like, somewhat impressed for my cynical ass to see how it was capturing her movements and, you know, the little minority report, switch the screen with your hand and all that shit. I thought it was cool. I, I know we've already talked about this, but, yeah, I... I am really just consistently impressed with the Connect. I think it's going to do great things this uh, generation. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's cool. Video games can still be cool. Did anybody play Chiller? Chiller. Uh, that doesn't ring any bells. That's the. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a fucking light gun game where you shot, like, dead bodies and people who were chained to racks and tortured. Oh, God. Wow. This, this sounds what horrible. Yeah, it, it, really it is does. horrible. It's it's literally <laughs> like just it's like shooting a barrel of fish, except they're like people's heads and God, it is one of the most disgusting games you can imagine. I'm looking remember, at I'm looking at Chiller right now and it, it doesn't look very friendly. Like let's see. <laughs> I remember there was one There's, there's a guy chained to the wall, you blow him to pieces and the game says good shooting. <laughs> <laughs> well thanks. <God. laughs> <laughs> oh no. I'm reading this description of it. It's quite awful. As you get further into the game, monsters and animals do make an appearance to give you a break from shooting naked people. Okay, cool. <laughs> Parts That's, of the- that's right. I think I think it may have actually had nudity. Oh. Uh, yeah, it had a game. naked a naked headless cheerleader according to this. Oh, okay. Probably right. probably what prevented this game from being truly offensive was the terrible graphics. Actually, maybe that just makes it worse. It does look like it was done in MS Paint. You could play Chiller with two players, but it was effectively turnabout. The game received very limited release a few years later. I, it seems like you're lucky to have played this. It got uh, a motherfucking NES release. Yeah, it did, but it looks like it was pretty edited. It was, but still, you were shooting dead bodies to pieces. Why, I, I guess, is the question. Because <laughs> it's easy. You know, while we're, <laughs> while we're talking about... Uh, while we're talking about sexy games, 
<laughs> I guess this isn't quite a sexy game, but okay. <laughs> did you guys ever? Did you guys ever see Beat 'Em and Eat 'Em? Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> Don't, isn't that like you have to like play as some girl who's like underneath this dude who's at the top of a building jacking off and like? Yeah. So there's yeah. a building, and on top of the building, there's like four guys jerking it, <laughs> and and when when they go, you you're supposed to catch it in your mouth. Yeah. And the story. The story for the game is because one of them might be uh, a famous lawyer or doctor and you'll get pregnant and have their baby and then get paid a bunch what? of money. That's, let's <laughs> through right. your mouth. Right. Let's just a, go to Sean Baby's old website and find all I, the worst sex video games in the I, world. I think that might be where I first heard about it. Well, there's one that's similar to that. It's It's basically the same idea, just with different graphics, where there's like some woman spraying milk down a, a skyscraper and, you have to, and you're a man and you have to catch it in your oh mouth. <laughs> I don't remember what the story behind that was. but I think that was the story. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't, what the I don't. hell is wrong with society? <laughs> We're talking Atari games though, so. I mean, there was of course like Custer's Revenge. Right. Yeah, right. that's true. This is, this is all before, you know, Nintendo came in and basically said stop it. Made games family friendly. What else was there? Beat em and eat em. X-Man? You guys ever heard of X-Man? Mm, I heard of the comic book X-Man. X-Man, I don't... It's, it has nothing to do with the comics. God, this the, just the cover of the game is kind of amazing. The player can, it, This has a two-line description in Wikipedia. The player controls a naked man at a labyrinth. The objective is to reach the door at the center of the labyrinth, avoiding scissors, crabs, or teeth. <laughs> Okay. Wow. Clearing the challenge, the player enters a bonus stage simulating a sexual relation of a man and a woman. Well, uh, if I'm naked, I yeah, crab, scissors, and teeth are something I usually want to avoid. Yeah, and this was developed... Uh, oh, God, some of these are even worse. This this list is getting questionable, like to the point where I don't think we can talk about this on, a, <laughs> on this family-friendly podcast. <laughs> Oh God! How is this? No, no, you don't. You don't want to talk about anything grotesque on a podcast. Where we just talk about shooting apart naked bodies and jacking off of buildings. <laughs> well, that should tell you where I've wound up here. <laughs> I actually remember when this came out. I'll, I'll tell you the name of the game, and maybe someone else here will remember it. I'm sure that Michael is. <laughs> that that doesn't sound right. I'm sorry, Michael, but the game is called Rape. Thanks, Dick. The game is called Rape Play. Um, hey, 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 oh. that sounds more oh, like a Oh, yeah, I've heard about that. I yes, know what he, that is. Yeah. yeah. We're not going to talk See, about I'm that. See, I'm drawing blank here. He knows exactly yeah. what you're talking about. <laughs> so well, I. I just, I said you because it's Japanese, not because it's... Uh, it, is, it is Japanese. It was pretty notorious, so it's not like <laughs> it's shocking yeah, to know I mean, about it. I totally forgot about this game. I've played some pretty vile Japanese games, but, man, they are always surprising me. Well, I mean, the, the thing with that one is it was... It was so terrible looking. <laughs> so, like, it's like it was just so. And and the basic premise is, of course, just awful. And you look at it and like, it, like it's offensive the, in every level. There's no. It's offensive on every level. Like, who the fuck is it, playing this? It, it's even bad at doing what it's supposed to be doing. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> it's, even, it's even bad at rape. Can we go a podcast without that word being said? <laughs> no. Apparently. Isn't it always the same. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> oh, in the red ending, before... I can't read this. All right, never mind. All right, let's move on. Let's go ahead and... Break out that elevator music. I've been giving, I've been giving the gift. I've been giving the gift of freedom. You gave yourself the gift of freedom. There you go. What, what video game do you guys want for Christmas this year? None of them? 
Um, well, it's not going to be out in time for Christmas, but fucking Titanfall, I'm pretty excited for. Titanfall is going to be friggin' cool. Yeah. Robots. Is that it? Yep. Oh. Okay. Oh, oh, no, no, no. You go ahead. You go ahead. I, I, I've got a conversation topic. You go first. Oh, okay. Well, actually, I did, I did too. So I still oh. feel like, I still okay. feel like. All right. I'll go. I'll go. <laughs> All right. It's Christmas time. Everybody's putting their wish list together. If you had just like a magic genie come up to you and say, hey, what do you want from video games this Christmas? Just the most outlandish idea for a game you have or whatever that you want to see. What would you say? <laughs> patch shotgun. Okay, well, ex- actually, explain for the people at home what patch shotgun is. It's Snake Eater. You guys know that, right? <laughs> it's, it's basically, no, it's, it's, it's a combination of Snake Eater and Black Dynamite. Bingo, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> this would be an amazing fucking game, like a for real game. Well, you know, I, I can make for real games sometimes. That's true. You can't make, can make for real games. <laughs> Actually, Jay, since you never got to tell the world about it, why don't you tell the world about your great idea for the Redneck Rampage? Oh, movie? that's right. I, I forgot about that. And this is, all right, okay, all right. So- Pe- people at home, just keep listening, because I know this is going to sound stupid, but when he, <laughs> when he points it out to you, it's... So they came up with the Shadow Warrior remake, right? So my idea for Redneck Rampage... <laughs> The storyline for Redneck Rampage is basically these two rednecks and aliens have taken over all your neighbors and, you know, whatever the fuck. So you keep doing that. And my idea, so my idea, I had to pitch this right. What are rednecks really good at? I've asked this question before. Incest. Racism. Moonshine. Moonshine is closer. Moonshine is closer. Oh, really oh, good oh, at, like, oh, friendship. <laughs> <laughs> You're really good at well, bringing up say hunting. Okay, but... okay, look. When, <laughs> back in the day when fucking BattleBots came on, you know, right before the Daily Show, because Comedy Central had nothing else good, and you get battle bots. Who the fuck was always on the screen? It wasn't some MIT fuck who was like, "Oh yeah, here I go with my Harvard education." Or her. Are you, don't like, tell me the rednecks hey, are good at building robots because I'm not buying that for a second. <laughs> it's like, hey Billy, bring me the Pabst Blue Ribbon, and then let's charge this robot up and charge it into the arena. There, that's always who it was. You know, that's who was building these robots in their fucking garages and shit. They were really good at just rigging this shit up and making it and all kinds of stuff. So that's my idea for Redneck Rampage. So Redneck Rampage, you know, back in the day when everyone was just pushing out these kind of first-person shooters, they were all based on the same engine. Everyone had to have some kind of nuclear weapon, right? So it was always like the BFG or whatever the fuck it was. And Redneck Rampage, it was like, what we're going to do is we're going to stick dynamites on arrows and it's going to work exactly the same as a nuke. And <laughs> my idea for Red Deck Rampage is you basically, you know, remake the game and you make the story better and the graphics better and shit. But then you have it so that you can get all this shit and just build all these really weird kind of fucking weapons and just use them to blow up the levels and, and all that. <laughs> I, I have to admit, when Jay first brought this idea up, I thought that he had had a stroke or something, but... <laughs> But now when he, when he actually laid it out there, I have to admit, I thought, well, actually, Jay, somebody's already made your game. It's Dead Rising 3, and it sucks. Well, <laughs> I, I think I, I think the problem with... Because Dead Rising, you have to get, like, the fucking formulas and shit, and... Yeah, Dead Rising kind of does it. Little duct tape and all that kind of thing. I don't but know. But to, to be fair, that is probably one of the most fun parts of an otherwise bad game, is... Fucking getting a steamroller and then combining it with a Geo Metro and turning it into an urban assault vehicle. So why don't why don't we just make this its own IP and we'll, we'll it, Redneck Robot Rumble? There we go. I was gonna Thank say because we, we can't infringe on any rights, so 
I mean, you might just want to make it one word, like, to really own it. Just be like, America, the game. Confedrobot. Yeah. Confedrobot. <laughs> 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 Do you really think they want to hold on to the Redneck Rampage? I, I think. Yeah. I don't even think. No, I, I think. I have I have seen the rights for sale at a garage sale, so, I'll, you know. I'll bet you it's actually one of those situations where they no longer know who holds it. Because um, uh, I think Logicware is out of business at this point. Or, no, they Logicware did the Mac. It was Interplay that did Windows. But yeah, e- either way, either way, uh, I'm pretty sure that Interplay is gone now. And so there's a question of where those rights have fallen and, and who would own them at, at this point. But to, to answer oh. your... Put your knives on the hoof of a muscle car. On the hoof of a muscle car? <laughs> <laughs> I can't uh, be the only one that heard that. That's what I heard. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Come back. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> that's my pitch. Put your knives on the hoof of a muscle car. Okay, Jared, it sounds like you had an answer. What, what do you want from the game, Genie? I was just thinking about this today. I want Funeral Quest to come back, except I was thinking around. I was thinking that a fresh take on it might be this is very vivid and I'm sorry in advance cuz it's <laughs> going to sound really weird, but basically you it, you play a uh 1930s car dealer, used car dealer. So you're selling like the original automobiles, you know, at, at a second-hand rate and uh your goal is to like kind of you know, rip people off a little bit and sell them lemons for the highest prices possible. Mm-hmm. You're, you're competing with a group of other uh, d- dealers. And I don't know why, but the idea I came up with is for, for every like good sale that you do and for every like a certain amount of points that you get, you are given a hat, like a, <laughs> a nice hat. And, um, and when, you, when you get a new hat, you just put it on top of your old hat. And so you just kind of start <laughs> stacking up hats on your head. And you can go once a day, you can go and you can sabotage an enemy like one of your one of your rival dealerships. But the more hats you have on your head, the bigger risk that one of them will fall off and they'll be able to they'll be able to identify you. So who wants to be the first to make a Team Fortress 2 joke? (laughs) I wasn't even thinking of that. I was just imagining these dapper gentlemen with like 17 hats. Stacked up on their head, but you have to walk very slowly away from the dealership that you've just vandalized. Oh, yeah, it's like those balance the, the the fruit games or whatever. But so yeah, so you can go and like rig a car to explode, and when someone buys it, they blow up before they drive off the lot, and and then you get uh, you know that person's reputation goes down, and you you win that way. I, I don't know. It's a work in progress. Expect it soon. It should be pretty good. <laughs> Lucio! Lucio! <laughs> Dream game, go! From the game, Gene. Uh, I would like a cyberpunk game that's based on the Grand Theft Auto V engine. Okay, like, yeah, like, I'm uh, behind that. Like a, yeah. shadow, a Shadowrun game? Or, or more, more like more action. like William Gibson? or More William Gibson. Okay. Well, um, they're, they're making With a that. game what? out of the cyberpunk RPG property. Right, but that's necessarily Project Red, which makes me very... Uh, excited for it but i want mm. something more action oriented okay okay there's a bunch you know there's the shadow runs for the snes there's uh, you know the one coming from CD project Red. do you so i think we're covering rpgs but do you see deus ex as kind of filling that role a little bit like human revolution uh, yes. I, was, I, was, I was gonna suggest that he basically just wants ubisoft to get off their fucking ass and finish watchdogs well i don't know because 
Lucio, you said you were a uh, Shadowrun player, right? Yep. Yeah, there's like uh, Deus Ex, the originals more so than the little Human Revolution. Like they kind of touch on some of the things that Shadowrun does, but it's a pretty unique intellectual property. Like I haven't yep. I haven't played Shadowrun Returns. I'm sure it's really good, but it is really begging for a, an open world sandbox GTA style game. Yeah, Shadowrun Returns is not really good. <laughs> I, I've heard it's pretty good, but. It's, and it's, I, I, I it's, imagine it's probably one of those games you have to have loved the the RPG or maybe the old 16-bit games to really the, appreciate well, it. The, the, the problem is just that they have so much rich stuff and didn't do anything with it, kind of expecting mm-hmm. the player base to do things with it. So it's uh, like you get you get to the end of the main quest and it's like that's kind of it. And they're like, oh, okay. You get to the end of the main quest and Jake Armitage from the SNES game He's standing there and he tells you, look, this is this is going on, this is going on, all this awesome stuff is going on, and now we're going to go to the graves, bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's exactly. how it ends. That's a well, good to be fair, I mean, he is both a mage and has cyberware, so, you know, he's a little loopy. Yeah. That what no, I'm saying. He gives you all these awesome quests that you're like, oh my god, yeah, let's do that, let's go and beat the dragon, you know, and put him back as a president and then he goes like nope yeah he talks about all this shit like after after you finish after you finish your little quest in seattle he's like oh let's go to paris and then let's go to tokyo and let's fight all this shit and it's like oh nope look at the time game's over see ya get get to work on that asshole and then it's funny because the dlc that they announced is nothing has nothing to do with all the quest lists that he gives you so it really sounds like the developers saying like guys you want to take care of these missions and do them yourselves and then for me, because it was like the first time I ever gotten it into um, Shadowrun, and I instantly kind of liked the world, and there was definitely stuff I was, didn't, didn't get in with Austin and all that kind of stuff, but I thought it was a pretty cool world, and I wanted to play more, and then it was just kind of an abrupt ending, and the main mm-hmm. quest is, uh, is, is, is kind of nice. It's like a nice little mix of noir, and, you know, I was a shaman for the thing, so, or shaman, or however the fuck you want to pronounce it. Shamus. So there I was, the shamus, and then I was resurrecting my little <laughs> monsters and going all that, and... It was some pretty cool shit, and it just kind of like, well, here's the final boss, here's the final stage, and that's it. Goodbye. So well, Jay, if you if you dug that, when you're out here, we can actually sit down and play a tabletop game of Shadowrun. Yeah, sure. All right, fantastic. Jason, so, what do you want from the game, Genie? Um, unlimited lives, and and <laughs> wait a minute, <laughs> wise man. Well, how about this? Here, here's a good idea. It's okay. a game where you play as a group of, like a ragtag band, if you will, of four kids, and they're going through these themed locales, and they're beating the shit out of uh, these very cleverly disguised pop culture icons from real life. Uh, and all the kids have magic powers. That, this doesn't sound like a game I would enjoy, but go right, ahead. Yeah, it'll never sell. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, is it too much to ask to get, like, um, like an old River City Ransom-type game up and running again? Because Ooh. that's what needs to happen. If you are a fan of River City Ransom, there is a series from also from Japan called Kinkabancho, which literally means, like, boss of fighting, <laughs> where you basically play some high school punk who fights other high schools and beat the shit out of them. It's like River City Ransom for our generation. Well... Or yes. for our kids' generation, or whatever. So, you know what? The <laughs> game for I, the uh, 360 uh, was I, pretty close to it. He's dying. Oh, the um, the Xbox Live game? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I played that. That was pretty good. Yeah. Well, it reminded me of it. it has, well, at least it has the uh, upgrade system and all that. I've been fucking obsessed with this idea that 
that Jared introduced, and I I think it's bullshit. But Jared, you introduced the concept of the perfect game. What you say was Assassin's Creed Two or Nathan Dread Two? Well, so everybody has Both hats. Both of those are already things. And they put the hats on top of their hats. <laughs> no, <laughs> perfect game. <laughs> you said. I think I think Uncharted Two is Uncharted a perfect 2. a perfect game. I don't. Why know. Why is it the perfect game? It's the perfect game because it gives me it gives me the biggest hardest boner that I have ever had because I'm running down a wall and the wall is exploding and I run past a guy and he explodes and I run past a bridge and it blows up and I'm always just like right in the nick of time oh there's a truck I'll jump in it here I go and then oh there's a guy I'll shoot him there I did it and then and then you fall in love you hug someone oh and then all of a sudden Rayman is there no there's no Rayman (laughs) <laughs> There's no, no Rayman at all, sir. There's Rayman standing there with a glass of wine naked. It is it is the perfect blend of of cinema action, and I think I said this last time, with me pushing just enough buttons to feel involved, but also few enough that the game looks fucking awesome to watch. Like, that game is just as fun to watch as it is to play. It is actually perfect- one of the few games that's just nice to look at. I think the perfect game... Is a game that allows me to free the slaves and lead them to the drinking board. See, and I, I appreciate. Well, there you go. You win. I appreciate like an open world title, you know, and and something that has those elements, or an RPG where there's a bunch of choices that I make. But a lot of those games, by the end, they kind of wind up letting me down, like like Mass Effect, where none of my choices mattered and things like that. But these, well, Mass these, Effect was a special case. These small, tightly balanced. I mean. How many bugs did Fallout have because of the nature of it? And and now compare that to like how many bugs Uncharted had. There's nothing wrong. It's fine. There's nothing going on. It's so simple. It would be a shame if it was littered with bugs. <laughs> but have you uh, have you played the original Fallout for PC? Yeah, of course. And those, to their credit, don't have a lot of problems. Uh, they're no, also the contrary, man. I learned to mod because when I was playing Fallout, I got the water chip and it disappeared from my inventory. Oh God! <laughs> and instead of losing eighty hours of gameplay, I learned how to mod the stupid chip again. Well, so and then I went crazy and put all my stats to ten. But that's remember, yeah. remember <laughs> that by the time I played either of those, going, they were both like ten years old. But Lucio's been going mad with power lately in terms of modding. <laughs> it's like I, I like he introduced me to the concept of modding, and I, I fucked around with it before, and and I added new textures and whatever to Skyrim. But he's he's really been going fucking nuts. I, Listen, man, shit. I'm playing. I'm playing New Vegas with a robot schoolgirl with a huge laser sword, like it was meant to be played. <laughs> and it's raining in the desert all the time, and some towns with like fucking Silent Hill. It's like Not all the time, but I can't control when it does. <laughs> I mean, that like, sounds good too. <laughs> It doesn't sound quite as good as, as wearing. How like, is that? How is that hats. not the perfect game? How is not playing with a giant laser sword? I just, I just <laughs> like, uh, I, I like my my games to be, you know, kind of tight and constricted. Like I would much rather have something with a very intentional. As much as I love like dicking around and jumping a car off a cliff and stuff like that, like you know, doing random things and exploring, I, I would much rather have a really tight, narrow experience where there's just a lot going on. Like Final Fantasy 13 doesn't work. You're running down corridors all the time and nothing happens. But Uncharted works because you're running down these narrow corridors. There's not a lot of choices. There's not a lot of variety of where you go or what you do. But there's so much fucking shit blowing up left and right 
that it doesn't even bother me. Like, I don't even have time to think about it because shit's exploding and there's a guy chasing me in a truck and now I'm fighting magic people and, oh, oh. I, have a, I, I, have I will a concur. Epic. I don't I don't know if that's the game that I would rather play, but, I mean, like, you finish Uncharted 2 and you're like, damn, that was just about perfect. I don't understand how you're going to rag on Final Fantasy 13. Did you know in the in the... In the, in the new one. Yeah, how are you going that to manage can, that? that? That you can dress her in kitty ears? Did you hear about this? Do you know about this? I already dressed uh, Mario in kitty ears, and uh, it felt pretty good. But I think I'm I think I'm done. Like, that was enough. Done? That was you enough of that. Play, I don't know that you got too many kitty ears. Play, play fucking Mario and get four people with cat ears and just see if you and... don't feel like there's a crime going on. So play, okay, you, <laughs> you play Mario and you get four people with cat ears and... All right, you finish playing that game, and you kind of put it on the shelf, and in four months, you're like, oh, man, I really want to get my cat air fix again. You're not going to buy Lightning Returns. No, I'm going to no, go no. to 4 and celebrate Ketter Day. We're going to get Lightning Returns, and we're going to admire the cleavage and whatever else is, is coming, but I don't... I don't know. I don't so, need. I don't so need to be a cat. I, someone, someone, explain to me in five concise words what Final Fantasy Thirteen is about. Five words for Final Fantasy Thirteen. Let's see. Uh, oh, here we go. Good battle system. Shitty game. The battle system's great. The paradigm shifts are are fantastic. No, it's it's great, but not. That's until... not what I mean. I mean, I mean the story. Tell me what the I'm afraid oh. of new things. Play. Everyone is frozen, then dies. I. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Sephiroth kills Eris. No resurrection. That's a that's a spoiler. You're gonna have to put Bang. a spoiler. No, no, no. Here, I got it. I got it. This is it. Annoying children save the world. Hey, there we go. <laughs> that's a lot better Nailed than. It. What I've been led to believe about the game. Because if you Harry Potter, though, if you play Final <laughs> Fantasy 13 and you don't want to murder Hope by the halfway point, then I don't know what to tell you. All I know is that in Final Fantasy 13, there's a black man who has a piece of fried chicken on his head that turns into a woman, and that's like <laughs> the dream what? right there. No, it's it's a chocobo. He has a chocobo in his afro. That's what I said. Fried chicken. <laughs> I know that your brain instantly turns any bird you see into fried chicken, <laughs> but it's like in the old Looney Tunes where they look <laughs> at the other person and he turns into fried chicken momentarily. Just a, just a big turkey leg. Yeah. Well, to be fair, nobody has seen a chocobo and not thought like, "Well, I wonder how that tastes." You're the one who turned it into fried chicken in the first place. Yeah, of all the people that I think are going to try to eat a chocobo, it's it's you. Maybe. Sorry. I'll eat a chocobo. I don't know. I've had ostrich. I'll eat the last chocobo. Not that tasty. I've I've had ostrich too in like five different plates of of food. Like they made ostrich soup, and uh, they had just like regular ostrich, and then they had a sandwich with ostrich. And, what was that? Uh, uh, I was probably too young to appreciate what was happening. Um, it was all right. It's, you know what's tasty? Much it's like whale. It's whale, huh? Yeah, get yourself some whale. I endorse it. I think that's going to be a little hard to hard to obtain. But this is that from a man that lived in Japan, so it was pretty yeah. easy for him. So we ate we... whale and dolphin. And... The good news about this podcast is Peter's going to be all up in our ass. I was gonna, I was going <laughs> to ask, did it have like did it have pieces of Greenpeace members included? In <laughs> I couldn't afford to eat at that restaurant. <laughs> I do want to make sure uh, that we that we hit upon for especially considering our Christmas theme. Duke Nukem Forever. <laughs> we have to. 
and we didn't get around to it. Yeah, I feel like, uh, the king, baby. I feel like we should. Jason, you said you, we, you. Do we have to talk about Nickel Forever this week? Can't we talk about it after the break? <laughs> I want to hear about it now. <laughs> it's forever. <laughs> Come on. It's my Christmas wish. <laughs> Merry Christmas. How far did you? Wow, you actually do that pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> give us, give us a line. Give us a Duke Nukem line. Um, I don't know. Now I've put you. You, on you the put spot. him on the spot. I know. I know. You, it's it's ruined now, and and it's ruined. Don't you have the Duke Nukem soundboard handy? <laughs> Just say you've got balls of steel. Yes. Here, here we go. I'm, I'm pressing the soundboard button now. Beep. I've got balls of steel. <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. Not bad. How how far did you get in Duke Nukem Forever? Oh, not very far. I, I'd say I got to the first barrel puzzle. I don't know what it was trying to do, honestly. It, it was trying to be like Half-Life 2, except 10 years too late. In a, in a few ways where it was like, hey, here's a physics puzzle. And you're like, ooh. <laughs> I have to put a barrel into a minecart and roll it down a hill. That's... That's Duke Nukem impressive. can't even spell physics. What the hell? Yes. Throughout the entire beginning of the game, it's like making fun of the whole Duke Nukem franchise. But instead of thinking it's funny, like, ah, oh, it's being self-referential, whatever. It's Instead, it's like, yeah, I agree. It, that is stupid. <laughs> and that's how you feel through the whole game. It's making fun of itself as if, like, hey, look, we we feel lighthearted about the fact that it took so long for this game to come out. But you're still mad about it, so you're like, "Yeah, but I'm not really <laughs> impressed. I'm not laughing." I'm I was gonna say, like, time. right after you fight like the first boss and the the title comes up, it like pans out from the screen, and, and it turns out that it was a it was on TV, and yeah. Duke Duke Nukem is playing Duke Nukem Forever. And the two women that are filleting him at the time, <laughs> they ask, "What did you think of the game, baby?" And he's like. They're like, did you think it was good? And he's like, it better have been good. It took 12 fucking years. Yeah. And uh, it's not really funny. It's more sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah should, especially when you... Like, considering how it turned out. Yeah, I mean, especially after all, like, the frame loss that you suffered up until that point. It's, wait, wait, wait. So Duke Nukem is playing the Duke Nukem game, and he doesn't use one of his best lines? What's What would the line that you feel is appropriate be? I ain't got time to play with myself. I think I think he actually it's a it's a little bit of a change. I think he says something like now I have all the time to play with myself or yeah, something yeah. like that. Well, he's certainly not getting a sequel, so yeah, he's probably pretty open. It's probably saying not much that the most fun I had was when I went into the shower room and I was just throwing a piece of poo around. <laughs> and uh, you know, Duke commented about me throwing the poop around the room and that was about it. Oh, the other thing that's funny is they sort of acknowledge the shitty animation from the old games by so like if you look in a mirror and you jump up and down duke just like jumps up and down with his arms completely stiff and like only his legs <laughs> bent <laughs> it just looks really funny but uh yeah that's like the only thing that's funny the rest is kind of sad and then some of the gunfights are just ridiculously hard and i don't know why Boy, that game runs like ass too yeah and that's the thing is after after so long, I would have thought of all the problems that it wouldn't have, optimization really shouldn't be one of them. <laughs> well, the damnedest thing about Duke Nukem is, like, you know, it had five or six trailers over the 12 years it was in development. And it looks like there was one in the middle that kind of really hit the mark in terms of being, like, a first-person shooter, but kind of having, like, a narrative. Yeah. And that thing is clearly gone. A narrative? I don't, no, I, I remember. I know what he's talking about. Uh, yeah, yeah. One in two thousand and one. 
where it actually looked like it was kind of on par with what Half-Life was doing. Every subsequent trailer started showing less and less. <laughs> yes, where we exactly. got to the one strange one towards the end where he was just lifting weights. <laughs> <laughs> See, he knows exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was one in 2001 where it would look like almost like Half-Life. Well, we're not going to get that now. Nope. We were never going to get that. And we barely got what we did get because... We didn't want it. I was going to ask, is it is it good that it did finally come out and you can, like, stop thinking about it now? Like, you never yeah, have to we, think about Duke Nukem ever again. It's good for us. It's, <laughs> it's probably bad for them because they were relying on Duke Nukem not coming out being like their thing and now that it has come out and it's bad now they have nothing left in their lives they just have to admit that they failed and just burn out and disappear and we'll forget about them soon actually we've already forgotten about them i don't even know why we're talking about duke nukem forever merry christmas i will say i get a chill down my spine even still when i hear the duke nukem theme song (laughs) yeah I, don't, I, I, I never really saw the appeal of Duke Nukem because he just stole all his lines from better material. I remember seeing They Live, and, and uh, I saw it a little bit later oh. in, in life after I had played Duke Nukem. And I remember being, like, outraged. I was like, they stole all of Duke Nukem's lines. <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite right. Was it, was it a knockoff They Live? Uh, well, it steals a bunch of shit from it. Like, um... Half of half of Rowdy Roddy Piper's lines are are Duke Nukem quotes like <laughs> the the I'm here to kick ass and chew bubblegum and it's not like they changed it it's not like they were like I'm here to kick eight bits and chew strippers they didn't they just stole the line he just says I'm here to kick ass and chew bubblegum and I'm all out of gum and I, that's it I think the appeal of Duke Nukem 3D wasn't so much Duke as it was the actual gameplay of the game. Because if you put it in context, that was the time where, you know, Doom came out and Doom was great, but, you know, you were like this weird place that had, you know, walls that had one texture and Doom wasn't up in, and... Doom wasn't interactive at all and Duke Nukem 3D was super interactive so you could exactly. piss in the toilets, you could kick a fire hydrant and all you that could, stuff. You could, it had different paths through the levels and so I remember like being wowed by it and it wasn't so much Duke, Duke was kind of a Duke. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that kind of came into Duke Nukem Forever trying to, you know, show me how cool he is and he's just kind of a joke and they didn't seem to get that. Well, and you know, the Duke Nukem 3D engine, the I think it was the build engine, it is that same engine that Jay was talking about earlier. Like, it got ported over to a bunch of games, and like yeah. the, the tech from it was really reused and and really valuable. And I remember having a great time with the multiplayer in, in Duke Nukem 3D. Yeah, um, and then they were like, they were like, they were like uh, it was uh, Duke Nukem 3D, and then uh, uh, Shadow Warrior... Redneck Rampage, and there was yep. one more. Some kind of I demon think, deal. one jerk-off like Quake. Was it Hexen? Or one of those? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I think it started with, like, maybe it was Hexen. I thought it was start with a D or something. I'm not sure. There was Witch Haven. Blood. Blood was the name of it. Oh, blood. Uh, blood. I think we, I think we've talked about Blood before on this, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah, and it, so that was that was it. What is it called? What's the engine called? It's called the Build Engine. Yeah, I, don't know if, engine. I don't know if Blood was in the Build Engine, but... What engine was Chiller? That's what I really want to know. (laughs) (laughs) It was in the Beat'em and Eat'em engine. (laughs) Oh, Blood was a monolith game. It looks good. I would play it. It has voxels in it, according to this. What is a voxel? Yeah, what is a voxel? Can, Can someone explain that to me? Sure, I can explain that. 
Tell okay. me. It's like the rep. It would be the representation of a 3D pixel. So like, um, any basically any game that isn't comprised entirely out of cubes. Like, there's no, there are no other meshes or anything. So like, you know, you play a 2D game and it's made of pixels that have been deliberately placed where they are. And if you're playing a true voxel game, then the idea would be that everything that is made with it, all the art is sort of sprited, except in 3D. So so it's cubes. It's, <laughs> it's, why don't we just call it cubes? <laughs> there, there's a very I, specific way I, that the cubes are handled. I, I don't know the technical bits of it, because I fucking hate voxel games. You hate voxel games? Well, I hate games Which, that are... I, I like Minecraft and stuff, but Minecraft's really not a voxel game. It has it has blocks in it, but the blocks are the only things that are blocks. Now, what was the one we were supposed to play? Is that I like played it for all of two minutes and I was done. Starbound. You didn't like it? Uh, I, no, I like Starbound. Oh, that's cool. Is Starbound voxel based? It's not. It's had just, enough of it after it two just, minutes. It has tiles in it. It's it's tiled. I'm talking about the one that the three of us were supposed to play. The under the sea, whatever. Under the sea. Bullshit. What? What? Oh, are you thinking of paranautical activity? That's it. Uh, I, I have my game of the years. Years, right? The game of the years. Well, hey, hey. No, 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 no. My, my first game of the years is no. Cherry Tree. Cherry no, tree. We're, not, we're not doing Tom, that now. My <laughs> Cherry Tree. Tom, yeah. Oh, well, in that, case, in that case, I have my game of the year, and it's actually not a game. It's a TV show. <laughs> Frisco County Jr. <laughs> well, game of the year on TV. <laughs> yeah, and my other game of the year is Kanye West Bound Two. Oh, and Yeezus. just all of Yeezus. That's game. Of all of Yeezus, really. But Kanye West Bound Two is an amazing video. I think. <laughs> is that is that that video where he's like on a motorcycle? Yes, with the topless yeah. woman. God, but his wife might not be. Well, <laughs> is, is it his wife legally? It's got to be a body double. She had to be pregnant or something, or at, at, had just given birth or whatever it was. We're not keeping this, are we? <laughs> Kanye was bound to is my and church comedy co- comedy Club. guys. You can't even say the name of it. <laughs> you know, I, I listened back to that episode, Cherry Tree Rage Lope. I don't think you said that more, right more than one time. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because I have it completely engraved in my head now. Yeah, it's nobody Cherry else Tree is High Comedy Club. That. Jay doesn't know what it's called. It's Cherry Tree Comedy Club High, right? Oh, oh Cherry Tree High Comedy Club. Yeah. Oh, is it yeah. Cherry Tree High Comedy this Club? Got it. Well, what Episode a... 9, Cherry High Rage Lope. What yeah. a way to be remembered. Yeah. Is he going back and listening to it? Hmm? No, I'm just using my encyclopedic knowledge of the podcast. Very good. Thank you. <laughs> um, so Christmas foods. What's everybody's Christmas food? Christmas food's usually just like Thanksgiving food again. Yeah, it can be. Uh, yeah, that's what it is for me. I sometimes do uh, pig. So. What about what about like a uh, what about like a chocolate orange? Did I, did I cut out again? <laughs> Bang it on a table. Eat that. Oh, back. Yeah, you cut out again. Hello? You're back. You're here. Yeah, Hello. You did. I, you might not have cut out. It depends on what you said. Would you like a chocolate orange? <laughs> you guys like chocolate oranges? I love them. Pretty good. I I was just saying I was at the shopping mall and there were cookies, fresh baked. Oh, what kind of cookies? <laughs> chocolate chip. Did they look good? They were good, yeah. So, so you got free cookies. <laughs> what does this cookies? have to do with anything? <laughs> <laughs> I was out shopping and I got cookies for free. Yeah. It's like, well, that's it's very impressive. Did you look like Santa at the time? No, I was just shopping and the store person, lady, she was very nice. She was like, she likes some cookies. I'm like, okay. And I ate the cookies. 
Was there one of those asshole Santas who's like ringing the bell in your ear there? No, she was just, she was like, just worked at this jewelry store. How old were you the last time you sat on Santa's lap? I don't the know. actual Santa? Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> From Turkey? Yeah, the, the white one. <laughs> when was I last in a Turkish prison? <laughs> the, the, the factually white Turkish yeah. Santa. The yeah. factually white Santa. <laughs> I swear to the factually white God, I sat on the factually white turkish santa i was just thinking and i think i think the last time i sat on santa's lap as a child i was a little too old i think i think i should have skipped that old enough where it was an experience for both of you old old enough where when he gave me like a plastic bag full of miniature cereal boxes i wasn't thrilled like (laughs) too old for him to have gotten a boner whereas just a couple years oh god you know a couple years earlier that cereal would have really meant something I've never been on a Santa's lap. So. Well, shit. Yeah, that's sad. That's a Christmas yeah, downer. Actually. You know what you're getting for Christmas. You know what we should do? We should bring back Santa for adults and call it Sexy Santa. Okay. Would you, would you sit on his lap? Yes, you sit on his lap and, you know, he's there bare-chested and you tell him what you want. <laughs> Does he make poses and run through your chimney? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good callback. Okay. <laughs> well, I tried. Can't win them all. <laughs> oh, geez. Do we need to start start reeling this in? Yeah, I might as well reel it in because there's nothing on the line anymore. Does, does anyone does anyone have a final Christ, Christmas wish? Christmas wish. Christmas. Well, none of you assholes asked I, what I wanted from the game genie. Okay. Oh, oh, oh that's oh. true. Shit. Yeah. What, what do you want? <laughs> Since I'm expecting to get something from him next year or two, I'm going to squander my wish. I want a RPG that's entirely based around a sports team. Oh, wait, no, here, those exist. They have that. Yeah, they have that. In well, the Eleven soccer. Yeah. Oh, but but hear me out. What I want is like, Jay. I know you played Tony Hawk Underground. Yeah, I want that, but basically in RPG form, <laughs> like orcs doing, doing like grinding on half pipes and shit. No, no, no. The the, the opposite. Like the opposite. What are you describing? Is, is this like... Is this like... Right, you? What? I think Pele is going to get a sword, and then he's going to head out to battle and rescue a princess. No, I want I want a game where you're, like, members of a sports team, and, like, you go around town and talk to people. Like, basically Shenmue, but with, like, I don't know, fucking cricket in between. Why? <laughs> why would you... Why would that be fun? I don't know, but it's what I want. Let's, we should have a. We should put a vote up on the site for who had the most inane request. Christmas. Week. I think I'm safe because what the fuck. Well, th- think about it. Like you go to town, you start talking to people. Like you get people who support your team. Do they like sleep with you really easily? We'll see. Uh, we'll, do you get we'll naked playing cards of them, like from The Witcher? It's like Tony Hawk Underground. You do know what that game was. Right? <laughs> well, it's not. It seems like it's not what he recalls. <laughs> well, no, because like. Because Tony Hawk Underground was a skating game, but it also had the story of, like, you know, your scumbag friend who betrays you and you have to, like, right. rise up from the top and topple him. I just oh. want that in, like, fucking Shenmue you, RPG. You want, like, a football game with, like, a personal story or something. He wants, yes. He wants Friday so Night sports. Lights, the game. <laughs> Friday Night Lights, the game. There we go. I think yeah, that yeah, might yeah, we're kind of getting there. It's called Inazuma 11. I'm serious. Even bad guys. When is somebody, yeah, it, it's... Is that what you do in that game? You like just recruit around town and during the- go around town. You recruit people for your soccer team. It usually sucks. <laughs> what? 
And then you get like special, you know, historic characters, who of course are the ones with all the good abilities. In the actual soccer playing, you run around and then you get into like a, every time you meet a defender, you get into like a one-on-one battle where you decide what you want to do. Oh, <laughs> it's well. exactly what he wants. I guess the game genie has blessed me with Christmas early this year. Yep. <laughs> Fantastic. Granted your wish. Fantastic. Huh. I don't think anyone saw Wait. that coming. Yeah. Je- <laughs> <laughs> I think my I mean, idea is still pretty good. Yeah, I mean, yours idea, like, your idea is the only one that doesn't exist, I'll, honestly. I'll actually try making that into a game, but not the others. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the one Jason was going on about, he's working on that, and iPad Shotgun already exists. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's true. Email us if you need a download of that one. <laughs> Actually, we need to charge five dollars for it, so that's what yeah, I'm going to do it anyway. You get early access and charge sixty. Right there, we go. You went there, there girlfriend. <laughs> I was actually, I was actually still really impressed with some of the mechanics of iPad Shotgun. So. <laughs> it's it's worth your it's worth your five dollars. It's worth all your five dollars. What I'm. What I'm mostly referring to is you can get naked in the game <laughs> by by unequipping your clothing, which I can't imagine how long it took to program for something that a vast majority of people may never actually find. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't recall it being that hard. I forget. I forget how I figured it out. I think I basically already had it on hand. And so like, there you go. I've had shotgun naked with a giant sensor bar on his junk. <laughs> I remember you took a while doing the sprite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I took a while doing the sprite. Well, there was a lot to animate there. <laughs> you had to animate it flopping back and forth like a pendulum. <laughs> I had actually forgotten about that. So many yeah. frames. <laughs> if you're really confused right now, you just it's for the best. Just, just lay back and enjoy Christmas. Lay back, lay back, and just sh- let Christmas happen. <laughs> Open your pants and enjoy Christmas. All right, well, should we should we close out then? Yes, wrap it up. I can't up. imagine us doing any more damage tonight. <laughs> this is our last podcast of the year uh, because our next one would fall on Christmas, and I think the one after that falls on New Year's Eve. So uh, we're we're gonna oh, take bitch. a you're, we're gonna take a two week break. You're not gonna hear back from us again until the seventh. But after the first, we'll probably begin our uh, after the week of the first at least. We'll probably begin our game of the year coverage because God damn it, the year is not over yet. And everybody keeps jumping the gun and letting out their game of the year orgasms first. But everyone's gonna look. Everyone's gonna look real stupid if Half Life Three launches tomorrow. <laughs> so we are holding in there, holding on to hope. If you haven't already, you should go check out us our, our, our site on Twitter or Facebook. We're at the Enemy Slime. You should go read about our, our sayings and doings on EnemySlime.com. We have all manner of things there for you to look at. You, you name it, it's there. If you also would like a game about 1930s automobile salesmen, write to us. You can write to us at contact at EnemySlime.com. I think that's everything that I need to say. We've got a pretty good live journal. Yeah. 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 Check <laughs> check check out our live if, journal. If you want to sneak a peek at all the boys we like. Hey. <laughs> scope us. Scope, <laughs> scope us on MySpace. And when you're done, head on over to uh, Michael's Angel Fire site. I think you're really going to like both yeah. of those. Yeah. I, I got a new homestead up, so got check that new, out. <laughs> set up a new homestead account. It's looking yep. pretty good. Looking pretty dope. Feel free to friend us on uh, Friendster, too. Yeah. Yeah, we're there. We're on Friendster, definitely. You might also call us on the telephone. <laughs> and uh, you can find all of our ICQ numbers at the bottom of the page. <laughs> there you go.
All right. Okay. okay. See you next year, people. Merry Christmas. Yes. Merry Christmas. Christmas. Happy holidays, like a normal person. Uh, uh, well, hey, hey, take your war on Christmas somewhere else. Okay. <laughs> Fuck Get all that this. shit out of here. <laughs> all right. Well, you'll see. We're out then. We're out forever. Stobian. Out forever.